For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. It's Monday. It is December 9th. And the word of the day is anatidephobia, which means the fear that somewhere, somehow, a duck is watching you. Used in a sentence, anatidephobia is a fictional term created by Gary Larson for The Far Side, but there's a real version with cows instead of ducks, and Congressman Devin Nunes is severely afflicted. I don't know. Given what we know of Nunes, I'm pretty sure he's stoked anytime anything is watching him. So. Yeah, and either way, now we owe him $435 million. And Thanks. Uh, yeah. right. I'm No Illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, we're joined by my very best friend in the whole wide world. Not best friend. His best friend, unfortunately, was unable to make it. <laughs> and Donald Trump's presidency has officially entered the failed flush waterline rising in the toilet <laughs> panic phase. But first, the rest of the intro music. Joining me for headlines tonight, our fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. And also joining us, actually, we're joining him at the legendary Glory Hole Studios in Chicago. Cecil is here. Cecil, great to have you on. How's it going, my BFF, Cecil? I know the audience can't see this, right? The audience can't see this, but I am giving Heath heart hands I can right see it. now. And neither yeah. of them can see it, but I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chicago. You're required to have a gun. <laughs> no matter what those stickers you put on all your popcorn Every, stores. Yeah. <laughs> Every Jesus. business has a more cartoony gun. Yeah, well, the problem is, is that if you go into the popcorn shop with a gun, you don't know if it's the popcorn or the gun going on. <laughs> that makes so, sense. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Gentlemen, before we get into the lead story, we have a pre-lead story really quick. The president of the United States photoshopped his stupid fucking face onto (laughs) Sylvester Stallone's body and then tweeted that without comment. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) All right. First of all, there's no fucking way he photoshopped that shit. Like, he got some help. Um, I'm pretty sure that came, like, after he got jealous of Vlad's equestrian pick from Uh, the uh, Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) You know, except in this director's cut of Rocky IV, America gets its ass kicked by Russia for three straight years. (laughs) Ten, eight rounds each year. (laughs) Ten, eight rounds. Well, maybe we can hope it's a reference to being expendable. Like, oh, there you the go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Silver lining. Yeah, yeah. And it's Rocky three. He yeah. picked yes. of all the Rockies. Yes. I'm not going to count yes. five, but he had four <laughs> genuine Rockies picked from. He was like three because I'm the fillet of fish president. Yeah. I like Asshole. the one with Mr. T. I like the one where he beats the black guy. Yeah. Up. Yep. <laughs> he lost to the black guy in number one, and then that guy come. was still alive yeah. in number two. I didn't like that. <laughs> He dies in four. I do like that. But Russia, I can't use Russia. I can't reference Russia. He's afraid to go on plane. (laughs) All right. So that was a fun pre-lead story. Mm. Rocky three. Mm. What an asshole. In our actual lead story tonight, the House of Representatives reviewed a giant pile of evidence against Donald Trump 
showing that he solicited a bribe from a foreign leader, tried to subvert an American election, two, um, one in the future, one in the <laughs> yeah, past, yeah, if we want to uh, be technical, yeah. also endangered national security, and abused his power to avoid getting caught. Um, first, they reviewed that pile of evidence privately, and he was obviously guilty. Then they reviewed it again publicly in game show format, <laughs> during which Republicans lobbed green slime and fired a tennis ball cannon while they were presenting the evidence, and he was still guilty in that scenario. And apparently we're now into the phase where we bring in a dedicated team of legal scholars to confirm the meaning of fancy technical jargon like guilty and bribe <laughs> yes. and oh my God. obviously guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. I learned some new words this week yeah. on C-SPAN. They're literally, they're doing this so systematically, this whole thing. It's like a tech support call from our democracy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> have, have you tried turning it on and turning it off again? Well, I mean, we definitely tried turning it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you wait 10 seconds? You got to wait 10 years, yeah. 50 years for the courts. <sighs> Fuck. I feel like we're going to have to keep doing this with different experts until we've covered all the words that Trump supporters don't know. <laughs> like, all right, guys. So this time we brought in a crowd size estimator, a map of Southern Africa, and an actual <laughs> witch hunter. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a scale model of Greenland versus Africa. Look. Look with your eyes. You're no, dumb. Uh, no. <laughs> and uh, just for the record... I was not exaggerating about these legal scholars. Democrats brought in three esteemed law professors, and one of the main topics was literally having those people define the word bribery. And this was one of the few times when a perfectly good speech started with, Webster's Dictionary defines bribery. <laughs> <laughs> and ended with that exact quote yeah, from right, the dictionary right. about bribery. Oh, also, fucking amazing side note on this. I'm not making this up. I actually looked up the word bribery at merriamwebster.com and I got a pop-up that said, learn more from Merriam Webster. And it had a link to a story about Gordon Sondland. <laughs> I did, I'm not making that up. I was, I was about to make a joke that like, oh, look, Gordon Sondland's face would appear at the entry for bribery in the dictionary. And then that really <laughs> happened. <laughs> Cannot be satirized. It's satire proof now. Oh, you, no, yeah, like people keep acting like this shit is making our job easier. Okay, guys, uh, what would be dumber than the... Fucking toilet flushing quote, guys. Guys, that's my fucking life now. You know, for sure, that one Republican member during this testimony, like, did finger quotes and said ivory tower. Oh, you know, for sure. Yeah. That that was, so many times. Yeah. Literally, it, was, yep, uh, yeah. it was Matt Gates, yeah. And I think he was trying to scratch her, but it <laughs> could be your thing. Hard He's to like tell. Slowly yeah. pacing toward her, yeah. doing finger quotes. Oh. You don't get to interrupt me. You do, though. Yeah. Dude. I do. I just did. See? Look at me interrupt you. Yeah. You're not real. All the way from this tower, too. You're weak. I reached down. <laughs> Jim Jordan was among the ivory tower finger quoters, too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was hard to hear because it was like, ivory tower! And he's freaking out. <laughs> Screaming. Also, Being a wrestling to, coach. Yeah. He's trying to ignore someone getting raped in yeah. his purview. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's really easy for him, it yeah. turns out. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. actually super easy. He's yeah. actually great at yeah. that. Yeah. <sighs> Cool. Yeah, maybe the Republican Party can get like a gymnastics doctor next. <laughs> <laughs> Ask some questions. Oh, now Fuck. raised from Jesus. the dead by our Republican necromancer Jeffrey Epstein as our witness. Jesus. Philanthropist. NYU alum. <laughs> Go Violets. Yeah. Go Violets. <laughs> and uh, 
Speaking of which, here's my favorite part about this legal expert section of the hearings. All of these professors, I- including the one brought in by Republicans, they brought in one to, to mm-hmm. counter these three. They brought in one just for the purpose of being like, yeah, we also know somebody at a university of schooling that works <laughs> PhD technically. Um, all these people had to at least a little bit, including the Republican guy, agree that Trump's actions are, yes, theoretically impeachable. The Republican guy was Jonathan Turley, a law professor at George Washington University, where Andrew went to school. Cool. <laughs> Lawyer. Great. And uh, even that guy, even Jonathan Turley, brought in by the Republicans, had to concede that, yeah, that is pretty much exactly what the framers of the Constitution meant when they talked about impeachable offense. They even listed, it was like bribery, treason, et al, other stuff that's really bad crimes, misdemeanors. But they specifically mentioned, as one of the two that they mentioned, and then he was like, yeah, man, you guys really flipped around that originalism thing in our face. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys are being dicks about it. Like, his entire testimony is just like, impeachment though? Come on, impeachment? Yeah. Like, he could have done nothing but just like, "Ah, Dowdy noise. <laughs> that could have been his entire entire testimony. Same thing. Same content. Oh, we're going to get everyone together so close to the holidays. <laughs> it's Christmas. Why not just let bygones be bygones? Huh? I'm a legal scholar. That really God. was it. It was so bad for him that when the chair cut him off, he looked so relieved. <laughs> it was so stoked. Oh. oh, you're talking. Okay, great. That's great. Great. That means I'm not. I don't get to not. interrupt Matt Gates. I don't want to interrupt him. <laughs> So just to put this all in context, we've had three sitting presidents in recent memory have articles of impeachment filed against them. Nixon for lying about a wiretap, Clinton for lying about a blowjob, and now Trump for trying to purchase a scandal about the Biden family from the Ukrainian president using $391 million of taxpayer money. And also possibly getting elected in the first place with the help of Russian spies and then obstructing justice to hide it. And also possibly lying about wiretaps along the way. And blowjobs. And, yeah, well, this isn't part of the investigation, but, yeah, he he probably lied about, uh, you know, the consent and age legality of some blowjobs, too. Yeah. Great. So, uh, bottom line, moral of the story, if Joe Biden wins the Democratic primary, harumphily vote for him. I don't care if he doesn't make you happy. If you're not excited, if you're not skipping to the voting box, fucking vote for him. Jesus. If Richard Nixon wins the Democratic primary, harumphily vote for him. Even if they don't bring him back to life first, Don't care. Guys. Dead God. Richard Nixon. Also, dead Richard Nixon, way better than alive Richard Nixon. I think we can all agree. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah, otherwise it's Trump or Pence. Sad but true. That's just a fact. Deal with it. Republicans will impeach Andrew Yang for giving every adult $12,000 a year to vote for him. They're going to do that. that. Andrew Yang's never going to be president. No, no, they won't have to worry about that. (laughs) Him and I are tied for how much president. (laughs) And in Tesla recoil in horror news tonight. Elon Musk actively defrauded his investors. So belabored. He looks like old PC graphics of a person, but most importantly... He's a pedo. And this week, we learned that it is 100% legal for me to announce that to millions of Twitter followers if I want to, if I don't like his iTunes rating for this podcast. Great. Yeah, so that all makes sense with no other information. Just end of the story, or um, (laughs) is there any context? There is. There is. Here is the context. So uh, Elon Musk, like all self-made billionaires, started out with millions of dollars from his family and managed to use that money to make more money. I know. Then, literally the second it was his turn to have any 
original thoughts, he had a series of terrible ideas, from rolling out electric cars on the same schedule as the new PlayStation console, to <laughs> defrauding the SEC on Twitter, to smoking weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's just, it's been one hit after the other. I love that you can rule of threes this dude's bad ideas without even mentioning nuking Mars, I right? Can. <laughs> I can't. Any three ideas. But perhaps his worst idea was to take to Twitter in 2018 to explain to a bunch of Thai cave rescuers that they needed to stop all this cave rescuing and build a submarine to do it instead. If ever a plan was doomed to fail because a real train came out of the fake tunnel he'd just painted. <laughs> Jesus. Seriously, though, who doesn't want to run into a huge room full of engineers and be like... Stop everything, guys! We need an anesthesia submarine set! (laughs) (laughs) The dumbest fucking idea. So one of those divers at the time, Vernon Unsworth, told the press, almost literal quote, Nope, that's fucking stupid. Maybe he should stay home and count his money, which, because of the amount he has, would take an insanely long time. To which Musk responded, What's a white guy doing in Thailand anyway? He must be there to fuck kids. (laughs) He's probably fucking kids after he hunts them with a fusion-powered flamethrower. What else would have grown up doing Thailand? I'm Elon Musk. Yep. So then he got on Twitter and called him a, quote, pedo guy with no sense of irony or humor whatsoever. And as I mentioned, this week it took a jury minutes to decide that that's fine because jokes are now words you don't want to get in trouble for. Yep. Yep, 100%. Like, I feel like I could have won that case by presenting Eli as Exhibit A. (laughs) Right? Just look at the jury, tell him, like, this motherfucker's going to know what you decided. (laughs) Your names are a matter of public fucking record, guys. Do you think he was, like, testing the waters to see if he can find another source of child porn? I can say that now without any fear or repercussion. So, Wait, do you mean Eli or Elon Musk? Yep. Either way, on the bright side, guys, Andrew is fired. We don't need him anymore. We don't need him anymore. And if anyone disagrees with us, guess what? You're a pedo. So there you go. Everybody wins. Oh, boy, our advertisers love it when the transition comes right out of the word pedo. Go, Eli. (laughs) All right. Well, we should stop and examine our Uber history. So I'm going to take a quick break and toss things over to our first sponsor of the week, The New Yorker. I talked about child porn in front of an Uber driver this week. You talked about it. It was your excuse out of something worse, to be clear. Didn't want him to see my phone. (laughs) The New Yorker. (laughs) lost that one oh well and now an ad from the new yorker (laughs) probably gonna need that you think so i mean i'm not counting it out entirely as a political solution i just sorry one second i gotta take this hey cecil uh what were you and eli talking about it was the weirdest thing we we just had like like a really good conversation about the political situation in Syria. Oh, he must have done that thing that he does with the New Yorker. The New Yorker? Yeah, he he like memorizes big chunks of it verbatim so that he can sound like he's having a conversation. It doesn't understand a word. There's no way that's possible. I wouldn't be so sure, Cecil. The New Yorker represents the best writing in America today. Beyond publishing the best writers in the world, the New Yorker holds people in power accountable through rigorous reporting and compelling storytelling. They do? Oh, yeah. 
John Cassidy covers politics and economics for The New Yorker. Uh, he's written articles on topics ranging from the intelligence failures before the Iraqi war to the economics of John Maynard Keynes. And Emily Nussbaum is the television critic for The New Yorker and in 2016 won the Pulitzer Prize for criticism. Wow. How can Eli afford that, though? Well, actually, you can get 12 weeks of The New Yorker for just $6 plus the exclusive tote bag by going to newyorker.com slash skeptocrat. Wait, your listeners say 50% when they enter skeptocrat? They sure do. Sorry about that. Oh, hey, Noah, we were just uh, discussing Syria's political situation. You were? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Eli, hey, real quick. Mm. Can you show me where Syria is on this map here? Ah. Here? That's Cecil. Okay. Please add nipple. <laughs> I yeah. was gonna say this. <laughs> I was gonna say like that's Cecil's beard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're back. Next up in headlines, in give me Samoa that news. Phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> I have a story about Samoa, an island micronation off the coast of nothing in particular with a population of 196,440. Uh, 196,439. 430. Sorry, I'm not going to pin this down in real time. Uh, you're listening later anyway, so it's not even going to fucking matter. So quick, while there are still people alive in Samoa, let me give you the story. Uh, Samoa is in the grip of a measles epidemic that's already killed over 60 people, most of them under the age of four, and largely because people are scared of vaccines. Just, Fuck everybody. Right. Like, quick reminder that when we talk about natural green mommy in suburbia killing off people with her stupidity, it's not just her neighbors. Yeah. Usually it's like a baby she coughed on in her way to Wiccan spinning class. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they just slowed down the schedule of these vaccines a bit, might be able to push that life expectancy to three and a half. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Now, I should be clear that this outbreak isn't caused by lack of access to the MMR vaccine. Like, most of the Pacific nations near Samoa have vaccination rates approaching 100%, which is what you should have. But in Samoa, according to a recent UNICEF finding, the rate is something like 13%. What? Well, so uh, several years ago, there was a widely publicized case where two babies died after being given an incorrectly mixed dose of the vaccine. And that's tragic, but like 3.33% as tragic as the measles outbreak we're talking about. Um, But people were rightly scared by that. But since... The internets were way too willing to indulge them in their newfound paranoia. Instead of something that could have been corrected with a few PSAs, you have a full-blown panic that's killed five dozen people and counting. Oh, guys, this summer, The Rock Dwayne Johnson is the vaccinator. (laughs) (laughs) Do something useful for a change. Don't vaccinate me, man. I'm a baby. That was Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. (laughs) (laughs) The baby who doesn't want to be vaccinated. You give it six months, though, and those 13% are going to be foraging through people's houses like the fucking road. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so to their credit, I should point out that the Samoan government is pulling out all the stops to do something about this. Uh, they've instituted a strict curfew. They've canceled all Christmas gatherings and banned non-essential road traffic until vaccination units could make their way through the country and get those numbers the fuck up. And that's only going to take a few days since you can literally drive across their country in an hour and 38 minutes, according to Google Maps. So, you know... If you maybe live in a country full of stupid people that takes below like 42 hours to drive across, maybe you sit up and take fucking notice. (laughs) (laughs) And hey, if you don't, just remember the secret to making it through the tunnel is to remember the monkey cages at the zoo. What? Is is that an extended The Stand reference? Indeed it is, Heath. It is a Stand reference. Great work. Topical, I guess. (laughs) If Stephen King's listening... He loved that one. I'm sure he loved Hi, that. Hi, Steven. I know you killed that guy who hit you with his car, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. 
Stephen. <laughs> and moving on. He's a pedo. Next up in <laughs> headlines. <laughs> what? In After Nunez Delight News. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm sorry. If that pun isn't enough to get you to vote him out, nothing is suburban Fresno. Uh, Think of all the music and merriment you can make out of that. There you go. All right, well, the ranking member of the House Intelligence Committee and the Gildenstern of the Republican Party, <laughs> Devin Nunes, filed a lawsuit against CNN last week for allegedly making him look stupid and evil. So before we get into the details, I just want to reemphasize, this guy is suing a news organization for saying things that happened, which in turn made him look stupid and evil. That's the context. <laughs> mm -hmm. More specifically, he's suing because he claims that CNN falsely reported about his contact with a Ukrainian former prosecutor to speak about digging up dirt on Joe Biden and Joe Biden's son. And according to his lawsuit, that caused... $435 million in damages Ooh. to him. Okay, but how much money do we owe him for reporting on this story? Is it half or double? Is it <laughs> Fuck it, I'm calling him a pedo. Everybody's a pedo <laughs> right? now. Fucking pedo. So Cow fucker. <laughs> Cow fucking pedophile. You fuck calves is what it is. <laughs> fuck veal. Just veal. Devin Nunes' baby cow at Twitter. <laughs> Check it out. He got fucked by Devin Nunes. <laughs> Fucks baby cows. It's true. I heard it. It's He's true. a baby cow fucker. That's what people are saying. It's official. <laughs> These are not jokes at all. We are very serious. So first of all... <laughs> Debate me. <laughs> <laughs> These jokes. So first of all, CNN <laughs> said nothing that's factually incorrect in right. their thing. They reported that somebody accused Nunez of something, which is true, and they reported that. The story reported that Lev Parnas... An associate of Rudy Giuliani, who's currently under indictment for trying to funnel foreign money into U.S. political campaigns. I think Giuliani's going to be under that similar indictment pretty soon. Lev Parnas heard about a meeting in Austria between Nunes and a Ukrainian official to discuss the Biden family. And even after hearing about the complete denial from Nunes and the lawsuit for $435 million, it's actually... $435,350,000, yeah, so just, no, okay, cool. just to be a little more accurate. It's a little worse than we thought. After hearing all that, though, from Nunes, the complete denial and the lawsuit, Parnas is standing by his claim, and he's willing to testify about it at a congressional hearing if he needs to. Meanwhile, Nunes was putting together a slideshow of pictures he took during his trip to Europe last year that happened exactly when the alleged meeting in Austria happened so that Nunes could prove he wasn't in Austria. <laughs> What? I'm going to repeat that. Yeah, good question, Cecil. <laughs> As part of his lawsuit, <laughs> Nunes, this is real. I can't believe this. As part of his lawsuit, he did this for his thing in court. Nunes submitted a bunch of pictures of himself in places that are not Austria <laughs> to prove he was never yeah, in Austria. That's a. All right, but look, guys, after the calendar that didn't include rape that law professor lady <laughs> yeah, on it worked, true. all bets were off. That's, that's, that's exactly the precedent. <laughs> Same thing. It's the precedent. It's the Kavanaugh precedent. That's yep. amazing. Okay, one thing, a counterpoint, though, Heath, there's no pictures of uh, the Comet Pizza pedophile romper room. <laughs> so... Well. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Cecil, when I took you there, I think you read the sign too fast. It is not a romper room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the sign said. All right. Well, I like that on our dates, we go to a pedophile romper room. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not a romper. Do you think pedophiles ever like <laughs> run into each other and do the like ah? ah but then they can't. They kind of got to be like oh, oh what are we yeah. doing here? <laughs> Great, crazy. Love this pizza. Just uh, doing an expose video. You don't have a camera. Neither do you. What? <laughs> My phone. Okay, so just in case anyone, no, you have a seat. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Hansen. <laughs> just in case anyone has not been following. The lawsuit history of Devin Nunes. He is impossibly litigious, but he's also impossibly stupid. <laughs> so pretty much nothing ever happens. In terms of batting average, he's about mm, ballpark 200 points below the Mendoza line <laughs> on his lawsuits. Uh, if you're not a baseball person, that's zero. Yeah, he's batting zero. Also, they killed their parents. What? The Mendoza the- brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. The, the Menendez brothers? <laughs> no, Mendoza. Okay. Mm. <laughs> These lawsuits, they include several other lawsuits against newspapers, all nonsense, for hundreds of millions of dollars each time, because those newspapers and news sources also reported an accurate story that made Devin Nunes look bad, just like CNN. But my favorite one was when he sued Twitter earlier this year, claiming two things. First, he said they were hiding conservative content. <laughs> he couldn't find anything conservative on Twitter. No, nope. nope. That's tricky. And the second claim was that two parody accounts <laughs> were mocking him. He wanted $250 million for being mocked on Twitter. I mean, don't get me wrong. I also want $250 million for being mocked <laughs> on Twitter, but... Andrew tells me I can't have that. He needs an Andrew guy to be like, no, you can't have that. Well, Andrew's looking for work. That's right. Because we fired him. (laughs) Because he's a pedo. (laughs) (laughs) Great. This is most of this episode's going to be beeps. Cool. This is all one track, so I can't say things that you edit out, right? Okay. Because I got great material. Fantastic. We never announce how many tracks are going to Eli from now on. <laughs> All right. Well, by the way, those two Twitter accounts, those parody accounts that I was talking about, he literally named them as defendants in his lawsuit. Those two accounts were Devin Nunez's mom and Devin Nunez's cow. <laughs> and <laughs> thanks to the Streisand effect and Nunez being an idiot who doesn't understand the Streisand effect. Both of those accounts immediately ended up getting hundreds of thousands of followers. We also now have an official legal document in U.S. federal court that says, exact words, no reasonable person would believe that Devin Nunes' cow actually has a Twitter account (laughs) as cows do not have the intelligence, language, nor opposable digits needed to operate a Twitter account. I'm a real court reporter who had to write this. Blam. Blam. Oh, the same is true about his mom, but the courts were nice enough not to point that out. We do live in a world with fake news claims, news organizations being sued just for stating things. It's a pretty terrible timeline, but we also live in a world with Devin Nunez cow. (laughs) Just take the little victories when they present themselves. This is an okay timeline. They balance out. They balance out. All right. And I got to give you one last detail here. In 2018, Devin Nunez, in his capacity as a congressman, supported the discouraging frivolous lawsuits. (laughs) (laughs) That is a fact. Someone has to stop me. Uh, And in shitty opinions news tonight. 
Donald Trump took a moment during a roundtable with small business leaders about deregulatory actions to rant about low water pressure in the United States, ending with the claim that people are flushing their toilets 12 and a half times on average. What? Which means that A... Melania vomits quietly after sex, and B, she's a pretty good liar. <laughs> ah, the old entire wheel of cheese diet. That'll do it every time. Keto. <laughs> so, it is keto. Here's the quote We have a situation where we're looking very strongly at sinks and showers and other elements of bathrooms where you, you turn the faucet on and in areas where there's tremendous amounts of water, where the water rushes out to sea because you could never handle it and you don't get any water. Every time I hear Quilbram, I feel like I've had the stroke. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, the fact that we don't have a uniform just one inch of water covering the entire country evenly <laughs> is confusing the president of the United States. He's confused by that. He's trying to figure out new water policy based on flushing. <laughs> he continued, you turn on the faucet and you don't get any water. They take a shower and the water comes dripping out, just dripping out, very quietly <laughs> dripping out. <laughs> People are flushing te toilets 10 times, 15 times, what as opposed the, to once. Once? It's yeah, once. I love one time. Yeah. One time. Yep. Yeah. Jesus. Which to the amount humans use the flush. Like, but up to now, we've taken that all to mean that he's hitting the, the fucking flush or like a slot machine after every shit. But, <laughs> but knowing what a cheap bastard is, it could be that he's in the habit of saving it up and giving it a single flush before he goes to bed. So. Oh. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, Tuesday. So much blood. <laughs> if it's red, it's mellow. Damn it. And yeah, apparently he's also getting into showers and even his like gas powered chainsaw pull start engine power washing system that he had installed in the White House can't hose off layers of Big Mac sauce and other people's urine <laughs> that are caked on. So he wants a ban on water conservation all over the country now. Yeah, and look, I get it, right? You're pooping, you courtesy flush, your butthole gets caught in the toilet, you panic shit. What? Which somehow what? only adds to the Hold suction. On. What I'm saying is I've discovered someone with similar bowel habits to myself, and it turns out he's the healthiest candidate for president <laughs> ever. So. Yeah, yeah you guys there. are both 6'4", 235. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and finally tonight in took his ball and went home news that's b-a-w-l ball it works better on paper uh donald trump ass. was in london last week where he ordered an aide to buy a train set so that he could not let justin trudeau play with it uh, and when that <laughs> failed to elicit the vindication he was hoping for he canceled the press conference and left the 30th summit of the north atlantic treaty organization a full day early and, of course, this latest tantrum came after the CBC captured video of all the cool world leaders making fun of him. I, and can I just say, you know what, CBC? Dick move. Like, I get it, it's news, and don't do that in public, but the fact that nobody here can say with 100% certainty that Trump wouldn't respond to this with a nuclear attack means that this footage should have stayed behind closed doors. <laughs> But it kind of felt like this was staged by everybody involved, like, very much on purpose. Like, Trudeau might as well, like, turn to the camera and wink and be like, yup, it's not just in your head, Donald Trump. Everybody hates you. You are a middle school child. This is middle school. We all hate you. You're president of the United States. We're in middle school. 
you know he's been real shitty when even Canada stops being nice yeah, to right. you. <laughs> Trudeau's not sorry. And look, I get that Trudeau isn't perfect. Our Canadian listeners write in constantly to remind me of that. But I'm looking at him through the tangerine glasses of Americans <laughs> yeah, over here. Yeah. His ass looks a lot better than the one we got. Plus, it has a whole guy attached to it. A guy who could read me French poetry before sex and explain quantum computers afterwards. Anyway, sorry, sorry. <laughs> got a little carried away there. And his asshole got that much more delectable when I saw a video of him all but work in a room with his Trump material, right? <laughs> I mean, all they caught him say was something about how dumb it was for Trump to take an impromptu press conference right before he was scheduled to do other shit. But you could just tell that they were like three minutes away from Trudeau licking his hand and doing Trump hair for the next <laughs> bit or something. Yeah. Well, that's the worst part. It's obvious they didn't even catch his impersonation. Yeah, it was exactly. just to get the full set. All right, Boris, uh, you be Trump and I'll be Ben Carson. We're going to do <laughs> Ebony and Ivory together. Uh, wait, wait, just let me do a little makeup. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now, most of the conversation is inaudible, but watching Macron, Boris Johnson, and a couple other VIPs giggling at his stupidity was enough for Trump, who proceeded to cancel all his appearances, call Trudeau two-faced, and then threaten to start his own NATO that was going to be way cooler than Justin's. <laughs> Look, I'm just going to say it. When Boris Johnson is laughing at you behind your back, <laughs> the problem is you. <laughs> the inaudible bit from Macron, was he was saying that Trump is only slightly more racist than the Nazi he beat in the general election. <laughs> uh, yeah, Le Pen and uh, Trump yeah. both came in second place <laughs> yeah. in popular vote. Yeah, right. Well, but, meh. But, yeah, well, yeah. But, okay, so here's the thing. I read a piece in the Washington Post where all the diplomats that actually do the work at these things were saying that Trump's early departure was a godsend and they were able to have a really productive meeting. So, yeah, I'm not saying Trudeau did this on purpose. <gasps> I mean, it was the Canadian broadcasting company who got the videos, and who the fuck knows. But one way or the other, we've just discovered that all it takes to keep that choleric infant from blowing up world meetings is video of somebody making fun of him. And, I don't mean to brag, but we just raised over $300,000 doing that. We're pretty good at it. I know I say this a lot, but hey... Call me Justin. Oh, my God. The tall Tyler sketch that saved the world. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to close it out. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. No, it's fine. And I'm, I'm just going to sit here. It's cool. You just sit here, close up. I was, the just, show. Look, I was about to say, no, no, Ansel yeah, Ansel. sure you were. Ansel. Sure you were. I wasn't even finish. in the script. I know and I wasn't in the script. I'd so this because it's the last yeah. thing I did. No, it's fine. I just <laughs> hope you like the studio, Heath, that you could borrow. <laughs> no worries. The microphones. Yeah. <laughs> Clean cut. Thanks to Tom, Eli, and Noah. And thanks to all the listeners <laughs> who like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and send us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Darcy, Dan, Wes, Fred, suck it, Trebek. I'm not saying that. And Leslie, whose beautiful dicks and vaginas completely ruined the curve at Tom and Cecil's Glory Hole Pepsi Challenge. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people. If you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Skating Atheist, God Awful Movies, and Citation Needed, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. And Cecil, where would people go to hear more from uh, Tom? <laughs> <laughs>
who does the work on your show. Who shows. does all the work, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. You go to dissonancepod.com, but why would you? This is a much better show. <laughs> all right. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penis. One guy. Special thanks to, yeah, uh, Ryan Zonick. He's <laughs> the penis by himself. Of Evil Drafts on Mars, the band of people. He is the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with permission. You should definitely check them out using the links we'll provide over Googling. The only band called Evil Drafts on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign off. Andrew Torres is a pino. God. <laughs> Jumanji. <laughs> Gonna need that too. <laughs> kind of coffee you got working on what are you working on with your what, what kind of what what you're right yep <laughs> spit it out man spit it out when well. he's when he's not on script this is what eli sounds like you got uh, beans beans juice. mexican the old what? bean mexican <laughs> what is it? i knew it was going to turn racist quick i i just i like i had a clock in my head <laughs> I'm not stopping this. It's all one track. We're one good. track. Oh, yep. One track right. mind. Stupid. You got it? Yeah. Okay. I just, I'm working off a street. It's a black coffee. Okay. <laughs> do, you want like a, do you want like a sugary drink? I do want a sugary drink. Go fucking drink. buy one now. <laughs> this is vegan donuts all over again. That was pretty awesome. The last <laughs> That's amazing. Come will, having injected uh, yourself with insulin. Uh, I will yeah. never not. I ate some of Noah's, not Noah illusions, Noah, my diabetic friend's sugar food the other day. You're such an asshole. And he was like, oh, I can barely eat these cookies. Like, they're so sweet. And I was like, they're fine. <laughs> and then you pressed his insulin shooter thing on his hip a few times. And- can I have a little? <laughs> It doesn't actually work. It yeah. knows that you, I have asshole friends who do that, and it's it doesn't shoot me up with it. too much insulin. They thought of that. They have an Eli-proof system. I can system. make you stronger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The diabetic and the pre-diabetic. Classic cop <laughs> buddy team. <laughs> Bosnick, put down that candy bar and <laughs> chase him down. Roll. Uh, <laughs> my Apple Watch is giving me a heart rate alert again. <laughs> Guys destroyed 50 Apple carts. <laughs> All right. Apples. <laughs> Make these into a pie. Tosage. <laughs> give, give me your badge and your insulin syringe. And your left foot. Fired. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was a good diabetic. Cut your left foot out joke. Nobody yeah. caught. That's no, fine. No, it. keep I, going. I, I, no, it's fine. Read the fucking headlines. That's good. I can't even join in. No, cool. Go ahead. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> the diabetic, the pre-diabetic, and angry Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cantankerous guy that takes their badge and their foot. Yeah, <laughs> Captain Give me your Cecil. badge and your left foot. <laughs>
<laughs> Captain <laughs> C's like, you don't understand. <laughs> he was slams it on the table. <laughs> wow, you just took it right off with your hand? I did. <laughs> it's really loose. It was <laughs> loose. I'm like a super Lego loose. man at this it's point. Like a, it's like a five-year-old's tooth. It yeah. just came right off. <laughs> Barely walk on it. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.